0: This extra of Watch Out for Fireballs is brought to you by listeners like you. Go to patreon.com slash duckfeedtv in order to uh, find out how you can help out the shows. Thanks. My name is Gary Butterfield. My name is Cole Ross.
1: And you're listening to Watch Out for Fireballs Extra-Sode. It is a retro gaming
0: podcast. Yes, and this week we are reading your responses to L.A. Noir. And boy, oh boy, did people come out in force for this one.
1: Yeah, well, it's, it's those games that are... Uh you know great but flawed are the ones that uh, get the reaction yeah from people mm-hmm. yeah um i'll go ahead and get us started here with alessio um or if it's alessio I, I promise i apologize if i've if i'm mispronouncing it also bear with i just started like slurring my words as if i've had a bunch of gin it's really just uh three hours and 30 minutes into a recording session yeah at this point and i'm just uh you know i've got one cup of coffee in me <laughs> um so he says detective ross and detective butterfield i'm glad you took this case I could have sworn you'd hung up your hats for good and called it quits in the city that eats dicks for breakfast. Uh, but he held tight and held firm. I, too, took on the case and all its additional content. I couldn't get enough. When that final farewell came and went, I realized that the whole thing hit me like a cement truck in the end. Where was the climax and the slow burn of the resolve? Why had the game gone on for so long without any allusions to its primary narrative until the curtain started to show? I thoroughly enjoyed my time in L.A., and I look forward to potentially heading out to the Orient in the future. But when the chips finally needed cashing in, I found myself greeted with a heavy hand and a final page that felt borrowed from another book. That's a good line. Yeah. Um, some great side stories were scrawled in the margins along the way. But the through line, like a bullet jamming itself into the chamber when I needed it most, came to a regrettable stop, like a lightning flash. Looking forward to seeing this case close in your very capable hands, gentlemen. Godspeed. <laughs> um yeah like like a page from a uh, page borrowed from another book
0: very good That's good yeah That's fantastic good. work alessio
1: yeah that yeah good silly there, there were uh, there were some good points in
0: there yeah
1: yeah i don't have anything to add to that it's just no. uh, unless you unless you didn't want me to read it in the narvo noir voice nar <laughs> um you want me to read it in like the the irish captain voice that, that also might have worked
0: the top, yeah i like when people do those theme ones don't get uh don't 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 get cocky but uh i like those
1: <laughs> yeah yeah that, like thank you for adding that in because i thought you were just gonna leave it with i like it when people do those theme ones and then we were just gonna have like a thousand gimmick responses
0: <laughs> yep no don't get cocky but like this one this yeah. one worked if you're gonna do it learn from yep. alessio <laughs> yep, it's a, it's a dessert Yep. It's a sometimes treat. Yep. Um, Alex writes NBA Contact, I really liked this game, but how much better would it be if they had instead made a reimagined Who Framed Roger Rabbit? You know, the same way they re- they reimagined Blade Runner on PC. Like a noir story that takes place in the margins of Who Framed Roger Rabbit? Yeah. That would
1: have been pretty rad. That would. Uh, yeah. That, that's a that's a game. There's only one game I know of that does that style, and it's called Toonstruck. Oh, yeah, with uh, uh, Christopher Lloyd? Yeah. Mm-hmm. um it's kind of weird that it hasn't been done though mm-hmm. before like there's only a couple of movies that do it but like the mixed real live action and animation like almost never gets never gets done yeah and toonstruck's not supposed to be great no um but like a good like solid you know like a, a who framed roger rabbit game <laughs> or i mean just give it a telltale because like yeah. i want telltale to everyth- everything but like the uh that would i would be way into that because who mm-hmm. framed roger rabbit is great
0: yeah <laughs> just no. a telltale's version of it's like uh a, a, the incredible mr limpet
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: resurrect yeah. Yeah. That's,
1: that's my least favorite of the uh animation live action mixes <laughs> that's right
0: i could have gone with a fish Pretty called cool. wanda but i decided to really yeah. crap it up <laughs>
1: yeah i appreciate that yeah. there's, and there's always a, there's a little bit of that in, in things i watched a weird movie for school i watched how to get ahead in advertising hmm you know that movie no True weird. It's like a guy, uh, it's a British movie and a guy gets sick of advertising and and grows this uh this boil that ends up being a second head. <laughs> like grows an eye and mouth and hair and talks to him and then eventually takes over and tricks the doctor into shaving off his actual head. Huh. And takes over the body. It's really weird. Huh. Not not great, but just really weird.
0: Um, I'll take Chases because that was a very short one. Okay. Uh, Chase writes in via Facebook. Ellie Noir is, uh, is one, on, uh, one on a very short list of games that my wife and I have played together. She didn't grow up with games uh, in the house uh, the same way that I did. Before college, the most recent game that uh, they had at home was missed, so that was never a major bonding point in our, in our relationship. However, the crime drama style story and my personal brand of justice, which mostly involves speeding into jumps and murmuring justice under my breath, <laughs> uh, hooked us both on the game for weeks. We never got around to beating the game and sadly i wasn't able to get around to playing along for the show weddings are an involved thing apparently uh but i'm looking forward to hearing you guys uh talk about it and uh getting back to it myself yeah congratulations chase yes congratulations Jesus recently chase.
1: yeah he mentioned that he i wouldn't have mentioned it on the show if he didn't mm-hmm. mention it but he yeah. got married yeah um yeah. i i don't want to mention your honeymoon location uh, but i'm <laughs> jealous of it yeah i saw it on facebook and god do i want to do that <laughs>
0: um
1: <laughs> But, yeah, this would be a really great game to play along with somebody. Yeah. Like, this would be a fun game to watch.
0: Mm-hmm. Agree. For sure. Those the, the, those games are few and far between for me. I know other people have a bigger kind of tolerance for that than I do. Yeah. Being around other people. But, uh, yeah, this one would totally be, like, collaborating, especially because they give you time in the interrogations to, like, oh, talk yeah. it through. I, I kind of want to give this to Dennis, actually, <laughs> and see how you and Jen do it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, That would that would be cool
1: um yeah it would also be fun to stream that way and just have chat oh yeah contribute Hmm. you know it'd be a good game for that too um josh says via contact i'm a huge Dashiell hammett fan so this was one of the first games i played when i bought a ps3 the setting music actors and attention to detail are amazing i'm still impressed with the characters and backgrounds uh background people's movements in space i agree with the common complaint that many of the gunfights feel out of place I've worked as an insurance investigator, PI, for almost 16 years, so I can speak to the surveillance aspect being handled okay, at least for a video game. One thing that caused me to stop playing the game was the interview mechanics. It suffers from the same kind of problems that most fictional interviews do: short duration, aggressive interviewers, over-reliance on facial and body movements for lie detection. Without writing an essay on modern interviewing techniques, I can tell you from experience that reality is very, very different or very, very difficult to pin down. Yelling at someone or causing them physical harm will not improve your chances. You can blame shows like 24 for creating common knowledge out of fiction and leading to the torture and abuse, uh, leading to torture and abuse fiascos in recent years. Hmm. After hearing uh, you were doing this game, I revisited it. I'm overlooking its minor problems and really enjoying the atmosphere and what it does right. Even though the gunfights are ham-fisted and the interviewing is terrible, they do fit the genre, so fuck it. Hoping the ending isn't as disappointing as you're telegraphing. <laughs> it's not. No, the actual ending. <laughs> you know, it depends on whether you consider an ending to be like the last scene or the last fifteen minutes. Yeah. You know, of a movie. Um
0: The last yeah, thing you guess, do like, is not bad. Or the last thing you do is bad, the last thing you watch is not.
1: Yes. Yep, agreed. Um the uh it's interesting because I never thought about you know, again, we talk about that documentary element. Mm-hmm. I don't know very much about police in- interrogations. Neither do I. But I am, you know, uh really indoctrinated into like the tv version of it mm-hmm. i don't watch 24 but like even just something like um you know csi or some shit like that yeah uh or the wire um the interrogations are short and mm-hmm. people are brutal and aggressive yeah and uh, it just kind of worked for me but it does if it's not realistic which i i believe you know josh um i could see that being another clinging point yeah you know i mean it's kind of like how doctors can't
0: that. watch medical shows you know like yeah. there the, are the, the liberties that are taken in order to fictionalize stuff. And like that can get dangerous when all of a sudden that starts setting policy and all of a sudden I'm making a bunch of listeners angry. So <laughs> yeah, yep, yep. Yeah, exactly.
1: So yeah. So I, I could definitely see that. It's interesting <clears throat> that people can bring a, a criticism to it that we didn't notice because people in the episode, like we like the interrogation stuff, Yeah, um, but you know, that might come out of a place of ignorance. It definitely does for me. <laughs>
0: Yeah. <laughs> Greg writes N via Contact saying, My initial impressions after playing the game for a few hours are very positive. It's clear a lot of work and research went into making the game. It feels so right for the time period of 1947 LA. The whole immersion and atmosphere of the game is perfect. Like you're watching a noir film from the time period. The clothes, the slang used, the look of the city, the cars, the old-fashioned Hollywood land sign uh, that you can see in the mountains, the items in the houses, the radio ads and the music. It's perfect. Graphically and flavor-wise, this game is a 10 out of 10. It's easily one of the uh, best historical games I've played. As a history major, I'm very critical for, for things like this, and I can see where the development team made a few concessions, but overall, I was just wowed by how the game looked and felt. The fact that you can play it in black and white mode to enhance the noir film effect is just icing on the cake. I was really shocked at how adult or graphic the game was. The last thing I expected to see at some of the crime scenes during the cases on the homicide desk was fully exposed bodies of nude women and how you had to get, shall we say, up close and personal with them to get some clues. This is definitely not a game that I uh, let anyone under the age of 18 play. Overall, this is a great adventure game with the classic pixel, pixel hunting and areas for clues and, ta- uh, and talking to people uh, with some nice shooting and driving scenes thrown in, thrown in all seeped in a wonderfully recreated L- uh, 1940s L.A. For the historical setting alone and how great it looks and feels, I'd suggest the, uh, suggest the game to anyone who enjoys an action-adventure game. We didn't talk about the black-and-white mode no. uh, in the game, but it's cool that it has that it's cool that it um, has it i put it on just like yeah i'm gonna play it like this and then i realized oh there's actually detail that i'm missing without the color
1: i i do it in black and white mode until i get device oh yeah and then i switch to color hmm. is how i did it this time because that feels like a little bit more like colorful like it's you know dealing with with low culture oh, yeah and stuff and uh it just feels like a little little greener yeah um But yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't work perfectly. No. You know, but it is, it is a, it's, you know, it's probably trivial to add in and, and is a really good idea. They're
0: actually like that. They're actually doing some really smart, like, uh, like effects with it. Like if you look at it, they're changing the values of different colors and really playing up the shadow and stuff. Like you can Mm. turn it off and on in different scenes and, um, it really works, especially in the interrogations and stuff. I kind of wish they would have added some film, uh, film grain to it. Um, Mm. just, just perfect black and white doesn't look right to me.
1: Yeah. I can uh, see that. Yeah, because it the, the uh my first TV that I owned is just on my own was a black and white TV. Mm-hmm. So you'd have perfect I I stayed up like every night watching Star Trek The Next Generation mm-hmm. on uh black and white and it did have that kind of thing where it's like this is not a black and white movie, it just looks like flawless black and white TV. Yeah. And it's weird. Yeah. You know, so I can definitely see that. Mm-hmm. Um Joe says by contact. I just listened to your Harvest Moon slash SimCity podcast, and I heard that Gary is gearing up to trash the ending of LA Noir oh boy um that ending cutscene is actually an homage to the third man uh that movie is worth a watch at least the last 10 minutes or so it isn't a super obscure movie because it has orson wells in it and has gotten a criterion collection release i also doubt most film buffs or critics would put it in their top 10 noir flicks of the era i wouldn't so gamers not getting the reference is perfectly reasonable as i would uh even think that some of the film literate among them haven't seen it if you're mainly talking about the shooting sequence that leads up to it fair game that was underwhelming, as most of the combat in the game was. Um, yeah, yep. I've seen the third man many a time. Yeah, it's a um, great movie. <laughs> like, yeah, like the uh, the whole uh, Thin
0: Man series actually. Like,
1: yeah, no, I, I'm I'm very familiar with that. Um, I was talking about the shooting sequence that leads up mm-hmm. to it and the Kelso stuff. Yeah, has enumerated mm-hmm. um, in the uh, the podcast at length. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I love the third man. Uh, the mm-hmm. whole it's not like just the the as soon as I get the affair. Mm-hmm. Like the third man becomes weirdly arresting and modern. Yep, and and wonderful after being a little bit meandering leading up to it. Like I agree yeah. that like the whole thing is not airtight, mm-hmm. but uh, that's a really good movie.
0: Yeah, so. agreed. Um, Sam writes mm-hmm. NVIDIA context saying it's completely ludicrous to me that so many mystery based games now seem to use detective vision instead of audio cues through old timey detective music. Also the biggest disappointment of the final act of LA Noir was that there wasn't a single car chase through the LA river. And when I thought it was going to happen, nope sewer level John Noble completely chewing through every scene uh, he was in made it a little bit better. John Noble being the, uh, the Donnelly
1: there's a, there's one chase that goes through, uh, uh, like an aqueduct or something yeah, it's like a uh, style aqueduct for a second
0: yeah it's the uh it's the um the street race right i believe yeah. anyway um takes yeah, it down so there you, it's like it might not play that
1: one sam but you do, yeah you don't actually do uh in the river but you do that kind of like that's what i'm picturing mm-hmm. when you say that yeah yeah hmm. um good points on both both counts yeah. uh josh b says via contact uh first it was odd how the character models slash voice actors from the game are all pretty much from mad men It got to the point where every time they introduced a new character, I was trying to figure out which Madman actor it was, a fun yet unintentional minigame I played. Here's a neat picture of the comparisons, but there are more uh, than this image shows even, and there's a link that will be in the show notes. Um, I had mixed feelings on some of the gameplay mechanics, especially the car-collectible minigame, it was fun finding these hidden garages that had neat concept cars and such, but I uh, pretty much never found it worthwhile to go back and drive them after their initial discovery. This sort of thing needs to have a way of calling up any car that you have checked off from your list to drive as needed during the game to make it seem worth the effort.
0: Yeah, I don't know. The cars didn't seem um, to make much dif- much of a difference. Like the biggest the biggest kind of role that a car played was when you went to Vice and all of a sudden you were in a Cadillac convertible, like a really like garish Roy Earl of a car.
1: Yeah. Yeah, he even says it too. He's like, "Oh, is this a permanent issue?" Mm-hmm. He's like, "No, you know, you gotta get your own." S-. He calls it a sled. Yeah, too, which is weird. <laughs> the um, he's like, "Gotta yeah, get your own sled," but the um, yeah, it is a. Uh, I never bothered with that stuff either. No, um, and and for me, it was just I just wasn't interested in it. Like, you know, so yeah. But uh, yeah, it, it, I mean, I, mm-hmm. I believe you that it would have been better to have it so you could draw upon it yeah you know if uh if you're gonna do that or emphasize it
0: at least like in free play mode honestly like if you're just like i want to ride around in la with a packard cool i'm gonna do this but um yeah as it stands like collectibles for the sake of collectibles we come down against that very hard
1: yeah that's not my favorite thing no one of my least favorite things yeah
0: Paul writes in via context, saying, One thing that really irritated me about L.A. Noir* that I haven't seen brought up elsewhere is the immediacy of the right and wrong feedback sound effects. The end mission summary of your performance is one thing. You're a detective, after all, and there is an objective truth you're trying to get to. But knowing immediately when I've pooched the interrogation really lifts up the kimono on a game that otherwise trades an uncertainty. At first, the interrogation scenes had me thinking, is this person bullshitting me? Later, my thought process became, I know this person is bullshitting me, but how did the developers intend for me to know that. It's a common enough problem uh, with adventure games, but LA Noir could it could have easily obscured it with an option to silence the you fucked up buzzer. I think that it has it. That actually came out in the uh the Something Awful thread. I think it's an option that yeah, was added that in a patch. Yeah. Yeah,
1: I I didn't look through it. I I'm not always great at like digging through option menus in games. So Neither like sometimes will complain about something and then someone's like, "Oh, you can just turn it off." Oh, sorry. Um <laughs> Yeah. But yeah, I, I would agree that that does make it you get an immediacy of that like ugh, and it's also the uh, the scratching it off your list mm-hmm. sound, uh, uh, as opposed to the check mark. Yeah, is a different sound effect that I also came to associate with uh, you know feeling shitty. Mm-hmm. But I willed myself not to care about acing the the Yes. Yeah in the game and I, that made me enjoy it a little bit more
0: yeah once you realize the game is accommodating of that and will let you pr- proceed anyway i think that i'm like i personally am so trained by adventure games to you know to recognize failure as something that is going to impede progress
1: yeah yeah and and to its credit it doesn't do that because that sure. would have been intolerable yeah so so thank goodness there <laughs> um frederick says via contact anvil games truly stand out each generation and la noir looked like it could be a contender with its uniquely believable storytelling. The characters had personality like no other games at the time, and to an extent even today. The cases were taken uh, right out of crime drava- dramas of TV, and I was hooked, rooting for my greenhorn gumshoe working his way up the ranks. In the end, the steam ran out, and the city was never really filled with activities outside of the main campaign. The last third of the game is just largely forgettable. I just remember a lot of shooting and some conspiracy and or evil mastermind. I don't know if I should be sad that the studio closed, as I remember something about the devs not being treated fairly, but a sequel would certainly have had a lot of potential.
0: Yeah, and like Take-Two and Rockstar were even talking about this as like a valuable new IP for us or whatever. Like, I don't know, like the secus you start calling something IP, immediately it starts becoming shit. But, yeah. Um, yeah. Or, you know, it becomes compromised rather. I wouldn't say shit. But like, yeah, like I would have been really curious to see what other stories they could have stole, uh, told with that as long as those stories were not the continuing adventures of Jack Kelso.
1: Yeah, <laughs> like nightmare that would have been <laughs> like, yeah, we, um, we would have had to play it right <laughs> yeah well it's, at some point I would have played it. I don't know if we would have had to have done it for <laughs> no, the show. not
0: for the show I mean yeah. it would have been a footnote in this I episode have,
1: yeah yeah, I would have probably tried it the um yeah I, I agree with those those points um, mm-hmm. I think there's a little bit more to the last third than nothing yeah. on but like I had to find it you know yeah. I had to search for it and also like when you say like oh it could have been one of the great games of the generation like I don't know. Like you're talking to somebody who thinks like Alpha Protocol is one of the best games of that generation. Like mm-hmm. I, I will put up with a lot of flaw for a game that does something better than any other game does. Yeah. You know, and this game does definitely have that. Like I'm always going to be most interested in like, oh, this does some one particular thing the best. Yeah. You know, that's that's important to me. Yeah. And more important than than necessarily like a totally solid start to front yeah. experience a lot of times.
0: I would call it a standout so, of the Xbox 360 generation. Like it's for, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and then finally we have Jeremy writing in via contact saying, L.A. Noir is a very interesting game. It's it is arguably most successful when you're playing self-contained missions with interesting stories and set pieces. The game falls apart for me when they set up large story arc." Uh, story arcs rather Uh, the whole homicide branch had me feeling very disappointed finding out that it was one mastermind serial killer made the previous missions feel pointless and how they tried to connect it with the black dahlia killer felt clumsy i would have much preferred a bunch of self-contained murder mysteries instead of what we got the main plot also has this problem the whole morphine psychiatrist redevelopment ptsd arson plot never really engaged me Uh, Once you start playing as Kelso, the game falls apart for me, uh, as the story is quickly and unsatisfyingly resolved. I realize they were going for a noir-style ending, but the story as a whole wasn't good enough uh, for that kind of ending to work. If the game uh, had found a way to naturally connect all of the cases and keep that fun spirit of the traffic chapter, this game would have been uh, great instead of just good.
1: Yeah. 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 I mean, I I feel a little bit more charitable than that, but like, like, you're not wrong no
0: no um, i mean like yep. that like that is a different flavor of a lot of points he made in the main episode too so yeah
1: yeah you can't argue with that um mm-hmm. so if you, if you have anything to say about spider-man 2 mm-hmm. um head us up at a TV forward slash contact um if you want to help out the show you can rate and review us on itunes yep. um kick us a couple of bucks on
0: patreon.com slash tv
1: yeah yeah and um, that's that's helpful um, you can bring me a coffee. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, it's hey, basically bedtime for me now.
1: <laughs> yeah. <ugh. laughs> um, anywho, um, this this has been fun. This is a good episode, I think. Yep. But also, I'm tired. Yeah. So, um, so stay tuned for some some pretty brief delayed
0: scenes. Yeah. Thanks, everybody. I always kill the things I love. Hanging out. Cool. Yeah. Played her story, which is really good. Yeah, I'm. Mean, thank you for that. Yeah, um, I'm gonna play
1: that this week. Yeah. Um, I wanted to get some chat like Chalice and done, but mm-hmm. then other than that, I'm ahead on other pod homework stuff.
0: Nice. So have you have you done um Spider Man? Yep.
1: I'm I'm a good chunk into it. Okay. I have not beat it, but okay, a good chunk. Yeah.
0: It's kind of bizarre playing that and Arkham Knight at the same time. Actually. Oh yeah. Uh- just yeah, because spider-man did, did did a lot of that before like the city yeah. traversal kind of stuff
1: yeah oh yeah i'm looking forward to, just from based on things i've read online i'm looking forward to hating the batmobile um <laughs> just because it sounds like it's shoehorned into a lot of stuff
0: i the the, Twitter the, there are t- there are times when it's used really well like where it actually comes mm-hmm. across like it's it's a little bit like uh like the uh crazy big dragon and last guardian or at least what that looks like it's going to be like okay. oh, like the like environmental puzzles where, where you're using that and batman together to help get around but like my mm. overall opinion on the game is really soured because like you spend the majority of the game it feels like a superman game almost like you're just fighting a bunch of drones all the time
1: mm.
0: yeah. yeah like like the i think that on the balance asylum is actually the best game in that series because interesting it, because it doesn't i don't know i just feel like there are a lot of excesses
1: yeah i i still i think i like city more than i like asylum just because of boss fights and kind of less uh backtracking yeah but they're they're two they have both have two separate problems like neither of them are hit the balance right
0: yeah and i i think that i think that um night just pulls a little bit too far in the direction of city yeah. by by making it more open worldy and just I don't know. Like, there's, it just really soured on, like, I just really soured on it. And if you like boss fights, you're really not going to like this because there yeah. are like three in the game. Weird.
1: <laughs> yeah, that, that series, man. That's weird. Yeah. Oh, well, like, I'll give it a shot. I'm, I'm in a, a given up on games <clears throat> point in my life where that's a okay. Yep. Given up on Inquisition. I'm going to send that back to, to Allison. Mm-hmm. And if I had to give up on Batman, I'll give up on Batman. Yep all these people like it's funny like people who, who we know and are friends with keep like posting their, their 100% screenshots like they do it like it's, just, it's weird to me that I know people that like don't like games and still do all the achievements and shit
0: yeah
1: or get all the trophies mm-hmm. and it's like yeah, you know you, I just watched you complain about this on Twitter for like two weeks why are you <laughs> posting your like you know your pride at <laughs> wasting your time
0: yeah you know? I don't know
1: yeah I, I don't get it
0: it's okay to give up Yep. on games i beat it because i wanted to see the end of the story
1: yeah that's i mean that's that's all i want from it is like i just want to see like rock City's dog imaginings of, of
0: <laughs> you know <laughs>
1: yeah. batman villains yep like i'm fairly invested in the batman universe yeah um you know
0: mm-hmm. so yeah it does some really cool stuff like it sounds like i'm really being kind of like down on it but it's uh it does do some really cool things. I just like on, on the balance, I don't think I enjoyed my time with it as much as I did with previous ones for the reasons yeah. outlined.
1: I'm sure it's not without merit. Yeah, yeah. And this is supposed to be the last one, right? Isn't uh it is, the, or no?
0: it is the last one that Rocksteady is doing. It is the okay. last Batman game that Rocksteady is doing.
1: Okay. So, so like Farm Studio, who
0: did Origins, might jump in. And- <laughs> yeah, they might Treyarch it. Um, yeah. Yeah, which uh, you know, I I can feel free to ignore it, just like I ignored Origins. Like it's fine.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's not like Origins is not good, but it's just Arkham City two or like Arkham City one point five. Yeah, like I wonder if on the balance it will end up people end up liking it more than they like this one, if like it doesn't, if it's not as excessive, you know. And it has at least one really good boss fight in it. Yeah, yeah. So time will tell. Is not not a series I would expected to have played all of by the time I will have played all of them. But it's a rare like big big budget game thing that I'm pretty invested in. Yep, me too. I mean, I bought it day one.
0: Like it's uh, yeah, it's it's important enough to me. But
1: yeah, the the first one, um, <clears throat> Asylum, I played on my old computer, which was not good enough really to run it. Mm-hmm. So the whole thing played and kind of slowed down, and I thought it was just like, oh, this is kind of an adventure game, <laughs> and like I thought the combat was much more like like it went into it was like some kind of bullet timey kind of thing oh wow like i didn't realize it was supposed to be quick yeah like it wasn't so slow down that it was like literally slow motion but it was significantly slower than it turned out to actually have hmm. meant to be yeah so
0: huh that's really weird that's like a uh, like a bunch of those people who played uh who played binding of isaac on machines that weren't really optimized for it or that choked on flash oh, yeah. and it moved it like time. <laughs> and like why is everybody mm-hmm. saying this game is so hard it's like a tool-assisted <clears throat> speedrun. A little bit.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: <coughs> yeah. I have a little bit of a cold. Because um, mm.
1: you, you took time off. So. yep,
0: yeah, exactly. So no, no good deed goes unpunished. But it's not as bad as it was before. Like this past week was kind of a nightmare. But now, now. I'm doing okay. I always kill the things I like thank you for doing the sketch i like it um oh yeah no problem uh worth worth noting episode four was uh was uh super mario rpg um and that sketch okay. was also a bathroom
1: oh sure <laughs> so yeah we could um every, yeah okay i kind every... of wrote it out but it could have written back into
0: that pretty easily too <laughs>
1: no it's fine i
0: didn't think about that i'm not throwing shade it's just really funny
1: <laughs> yeah i bathrooms are are funny well yes they are the um yeah. And I haven't seen like a remodel your bathroom show. Yet,
0: so, yeah. I could see that. I could see that being, uh, am I- I'm-, I'm surprised. That's not a thing. Actually. I'd be very, very yeah. shocked. I always kill the things I love. Now here, stay still. You get close to me with that needle and you're gonna pack a skeleton. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I read it, and like, like I still trip over. Like it. Pack
1: a skeleton hand. Yep, yep. That's, that's that's an origin story for like a, <laughs> that I want to read. He wanders the waste, packing a
0: skeleton <laughs> hand. You get close to me with that needle, you're gonna pull back a skeleton hand instead of a regular meat, your mook